0: So that closes the
1: five papers that we had. So let us have a round of applause for the speakers for two things. For presenting their thoughts, also limiting their thoughts to the time allotted to them. That's very important. Another round of applause, please. How much time we have for discussion? 15, 20 minutes? Ten minutes. We have 10 minutes for discussions, so and we have five papers we heard. The speakers are here, I think. The first one was about the WHO experiences. Now, one thing I must say, one thing was not mentioned and you must be all aware of. Mindful means our senses, our eyes, our ears, our touch. The senses that we have, the mind is the supreme sense. So once we are mindful, our senses are most active. So whatever your capacity is, mindfulness is supposed to enlarge this, supposed to create the optimum reception in sight, in hearing, in smelling, in testing, and in touching. With that, let us examine each of them. One of them, the first one was... Joshna Agrawal. So, who experiences? So, anyone has any question for the the pleasure and pain? She talked about the purusha and prakriti, and so the relationship model of sankhya. And to say that whether the body experiences, the mind experiences, where do the pain go? Uh, it is relative. People have different, various, various different theories on it. Uh, pleasure and pain and joy. So any thoughts? So let us open it up for any thoughts. Yeah, I just had
2: one uh, quick question for Dr. Jyotsna.
1: Uh, The
2: uh, Akshara, Kshara, Purusha and Prakriti, I think you mentioned, right? Uh, Is that actually a verse in the Gita or is it from one of the Bhashyas? Where where were you quoting from? Uh. Uh, Which one is that? Right, Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think That is a verse. You have
3: the verse
1: number?
2: Uh, Fifteen,
1: sir. Yeah. Any, any other technical question? She told something profound, though. My point is that, again, should not go over the head. See, who experiences, who heard? Who did witness? Did you witness? Your mind witnessed. Who was the person? Did you take it home or your mind took it home? When mind took it home, the mind has it. You don't have it.
2: The, the a very important contribution of that paper is the delineation of difference between Buddhist approach and Vedic approach in this. Yes. Her question is, Who is watching? Uh,
1: That question is not answered in the Buddhist practices, uh, the point that she was making. All right. Uh, Think about it. We'll come back. We have 10 minutes or so. So next one was the Vedas. The Vedas uh, delineation, its development, the authors, the um, way it has been uh, distributed and the so-called Vedas kind of being a or a compilation or, or direction to the management, self-management, personal management, and theories of management. So any... Again, I request you all, you know, not that I'm a technical person. Be technical. Not religious, not metaphysical, not yes, it is there. There's no definition. In a knowledge, defini- knowledge world, knowledge analysis, don't assume. Nothing is given. Nothing is given. Question every statement, please. Again, not now, later. But anyone wants to really question, challenge where the Vedas come from, who are the authors, why it is mentioned? Come on.
2: Yes, yes. Yes. Ineffectiveness of mindfulness has that been studied in the sense you mentioned this 25% people uh, experience some other issues, right? There are some studies, uh, not too much, uh, too many studies have till now looked at um, the difficulties and uh, adverse effects. There is uh, some time back in British Psychological Society's uh, journal, they have looked into what material is there, and there's all, uh, ongoing research is there. Uh, they have not yet like, the, compiled the full data about it. But in that, they have mentioned almost like, the, to, up to the point of 25% do report. Some of them, yes, they say that to stop in different studies. Some of them, they say that, OK, continue with it. It will pass on. So that comes back to the um, definition where they say that stay with the difficult experiences. It will go. Okay. But, uh, the effectiveness after they stay for some time has not yet been studied, or has it been? Um, not with those who have been having difficulty, and then I have not come across any published research. Uh, but yes, there are longitudinal studies, and they have found that, like, now if, if people practice, they benefit. If they stop, the effect also, even the positive effect, goes away. Mm-hmm. So, so okay. because that—that's the—that is the cue for where Vedic science can <coughs> Vedic care. Techniques could uh, add value. That's why
1: I was wondering. See, there's a fundamental difference between the Buddhist mind and the Vedic mind. The Buddhist mind is local. You're operating an unstable mind. And hence, when you work and so on, let the mind be with me. So that you can manipulate, you can move through, you can walk properly, so that you can really navigate. The Vedic mind is opening you up. Let me be empowered. Let my senses have the largest capacity. Let me have the phenomenon of the universe in me. Uh, Continue on the Vedas. Anyone? Vedas? Yes, sir. Uh, Louder or microphone.
3: Sir, this is a little general question. We are talking of... uh the healing in relation to a mindfulness meditation, whether it comes from the Vedic source or a variant of Buddhist and other things. Ayurveda is a healing system and a healthcare system and a longevity system, both in Vedic tradition and Ayurveda. Specific question has any Ayurveda school studied the Vedic or Buddhist mindfulness t- tradition in relation to its stated principles of longevity and a good, uh, healthy lifestyle?
1: Longevity. Um, as Charaka says, if your mind is clean, you live forever. So longevity. And he boldly declares it. The, medicine, the physician's practice should be look at the mind. But I think we have to close now, I have to go for two more papers, so we'll talk a little more, we can talk independently. So let the third paper, or third one was the Meditation and Mindfulness on Compassion. Compassion, he had a kind of thinking about how compassion can develop through mindfulness. Uh, he, its implication for social behavior. So he suggested what people may do, should do, and um, anyone has tried or want have done, or any comment want to make? Come on. Some students there? Yeah. There, backside. Be engaged. Be engaged. Be engaged. Yeah.
0: Practicing yoga and asanas, their uh, uh, level of compassion was higher. So, in that study, it was done in Indian population. Right. So, uh, from a PhD scholar, and uh, that scholar has to be awarded PhD. I think this coming month. So, I think it's a very relevant study. And as a researcher, I feel that in the field of psychology science, we have to integrate the techniques. And as a uh, professor, I think Max uh, Doctor was talking about heartfulness. That there are many studies which are reporting that. Now heart is in the mind. The emotion is in mind. So how I think this mindfulness can really, can create a compassionate society. Really That's good. what. And that we have a good results in many uh, researches and in, from Indic point of view and Indic techniques which we right, are right. adapting. Thank you.
1: Gandhi had a song. How do you know Paradukh? when you are fully into seeing the other object the fully seeing other object is mindfulness the fourth one the present and he cited some of the Gita and so on, the time is going away Um, Gita and Bhartamana, the present so are you all aware of the present? he said that we are not aware of the present because we may not be aware of God God is the present I come from Puri in Puri, we have Jagannath. Jagannath is Kala. So they believe, believe into it that he picks you up. And he's with you. He's here. You know, Kala. Kala, Shmi. So anyway, anyone has a comment on that we are not aware of the present because we may not be aware of somebody with us in our actions? Anyone challenging or not challenging or commenting? One minute. Yes. I mean, present,
2: most of the times what happens that even present indicates time and even that timelessness, does it happen, we have to analyze in the analogies of time only. So how can you understand timeless, in terms yes. of time only it happens, so how, how will we explain it?
1: Can I respond to that? Yeah, please do. We have time out, but I think yeah. give me to You, you have minute. to give time. Yeah. <coughs> Rather I rob time. <laughs> There is something called
3: Navavidha Bhakti. You may be knowing about Prahlada, Dhruva and Narada. These are the three stories. When a person swims into timelessness, he is actually the most effective and successful person. And you may say that he is abusing time on the other side. No, he is not abusing time. He is actually extending his time. His present moment. Which is only possible when you have Navavida Bhakti. You can take any one of the Bhakti. Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnoh, Smaranam, Padasevanam, Archanam, Mandanam, Dasyam, Sakhyam, Atmanivedanam. Out of these nine,
1: you can take anything. And you will be able to enjoy. I'll put a little another cap of mine. That's cosmology. Cosmology, the universe began. So the largeness of the universe... In that space, the cosmological space, which Indians believe strongly, there is no time. Nitya. Things did not change. Things, you know, the so-called difference is very local. I and you existed. We have been there. So this whole process that any local thing the concept of time as an illusion, as a local variation, okay? So that he calls metaphysics, that is God. So which means the you as an object have been there before, you as an object continue to be now, and only some difference happens, which is visible in every local world, okay? All right, so let's move on to the last one. Professor Rahul Mehrotra, physician, and uh, he did talk about the heartfulness, mindfulness and heartfulness. The new thing he said about the not the mind the master. Charaka said the mind the master, and he said the heart the master. Anyone wants to challenge, question, uh, approve, observe? Yes. Um, give the microphone, please. The, 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 or louder? OK. Wait, wait. Or, or, or come here. OK. Come here. He there. Had, a he had told,
3: because, uh, statistical data, empirical analysis and proving a point, uh, impact of mindfulness, meditation and in measurable terms, uh, which is great. Uh, and this is what is authenticating some of those processes. Uh, and my observation or problem is with when you you end up, I mean, you 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 try to put, uh, just suppose everything on this so-called scientific temper. Try to uh, see everything in measurable forms, and which is a human limitation. Um, because look at uh, when uh, infrared and ultraviolet uh, radiation as human we cannot experience or uh, measure. Yes, we can do with our instrumentation, but again every passing year we tend to know that human uh, how little we know as human. So something rejecting based on whether it's fitting to the so-called scientific temper in terms of measurable outcomes or not, I think that will be uh, not very justified way of doing it. And here comes the other aspect of it, anubhuti. So when you experience something, anubhuti aspect, it's uh, it's not measurable, uh, till date at least. Uh, So I think we need to appreciate both. Not fitting into scientific parameters, not getting proved by so-called science, doesn't necessarily mean it doesn't exist or it is not truth.
1: Any comment on that? Anyone yes. Yes sir. Here. There
3: are two things I want to point out with the class paper which we presented. The first is that you know of course Brahman is something that you measure. Secondly, meditation takes years of practice to start making a difference. What you did was you just taught them what meditation was uh, and within 30 minutes, you know, you no. expected them to... That, that's what I got out of the method. No, no. These were 30 practitioners of heartfulness already practicing. For how many years? From varying from one year, just one year to almost 20 years. Okay. So they had been practicing. Because you, you said that uh, you got an expert to teach them about meditation. I was a trainer and this is a practice in heartfulness that you, and you meditate. One is you can meditate on your own. Yeah. And the other is you meditate with the help of a trainer who transmits this transmission to you. So this study was done with a trainer transmitting to the practitioner. And these were all practitioners. So they were not practitioners of the Ramachandra mission? Uh, they were practitioners. Uh, uh, the Ramachandra mission brand of meditation? Same. 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 They were right. all
1: practitioners.
3: Okay.
1: So the question right was the delta or is it the... P-value. It, yeah, yeah. I think that let us P-value understand a little more. I think you all have read the Yoga Sutram. So the question is, the, you know, the mind is different than the body, okay? So you, mind can connect. Mind can connect in spite of the body, in spite of the body. But what Yegoshuth recommends, that let the mind, mind would have difficulty in connecting with a feverish body, with a handicapped body, with a conflicting body. And hence let the body be stable. body. Now, what we understand, that may not be a requirement. You do not need the Sanvithya of yoga by virtue of a strong body. It's a question of intentionality. Your own mind, I want. I'm out. So there have been people who have been sick. There have been great writers. People who have been disabled. They have been great painters. So hence the skills and the talents and the yogic work is not really tuned to the health. But it is a, from the therapy point of view, from the local point of view, health is important so that you are cheerful, you are peaceful, you are tranquil, and hence the heart is breathing properly, the pumping properly. There's no vascular blockage. There is no cerebral blockage there is no nervous blockage so that's what he I think he tried to mention through experimental setup that the heart is important for therapy to make you feel happy so the I will end with the conclude or some kind of comment there's a difference between the happiness and joy joy see the yoga is joy so that's independent of the body. You don't feel the, your presence of the body if you are in yoga. Body doesn't exist. Thank you all for letting me preside over the session. And I thank Professor Napathuri for learning. Thank you all.